SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Tuesday, January 31st. We close out another month. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phones at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to the website, oppositepicks.com, hit the contact Scott icon, and fire away. Uh, what's going on, LLs? Let the Cougars do it, Mr. Vegas. Big boys come out in the NBA last night. Uh, back to Trey Lance, apparently. Leave it to the Raiders. Where's Adam Gaze when you need him? Remember him? Uh, let the criticisms fly. How bad is quarterback play in the AFC? You won't believe this story. And uh, what was Romo really about to say? We'll get to all the stories, push your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and of course, opposite picks all coming up on the fastest hour on Sports Grid Radio. Ah, what's going on, Ellis? How are you? On, how are you on this uh, Tuesday? Little overcast skies, little rain, little mixed snow, and uh, now it's all stopped. And once again, we've yet to have a, a full, really fledged snowstorm here on the East Coast. Knock on wood, not complaining at all. Not at all. You know, game two, day two, is really the day after, you know, the championship games where you get to start to pick, nitpick on some of the ancillary things. You know, on, on Mondays, it's Monday morning quarterback. You talk about Bengals got robbed. The refs are a joke. The NFL is fixed. You know, all the all the crazy things. You know, Mahomes is great. And we, we break down a little bit of, you know, it's Kelsey Bowl. It's Andy Reid against his former team. Uh, you know, all that other, the major stuff. Day number two and three, like today and tomorrow. And you start talking about some of the ancillary little things. And then one of those was the Tony Romo thing. In addition to all the other goofiness that happened uh, in that football game. We'll get to that. We got uh, some NBA last night. We got college basketball last night. We had one stinking hockey game last night. Only three more tonight. But we still did go 3-0 with our shots on goal. Cha-ching, cha-ching. You know, let there be one, let there be 20. Doesn't matter. We just continue to pump out winners when it comes to shots on goal. So uh, busy, busy a Tuesday here, 844-843-6879, including a, 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 I thought it was a hoax. I really did. Uh, a story coming from the NFL. I, I just like, this can't be true. It cannot possibly be true. Uh, we'll get to that uh, as well. We'll start first up uh, on the courts last night. Yeah, good old stinking Chicago State. Eh, could start with the NBA, but eh, it's the NBA. Who cares about the NBA? Nobody. Uh, I care more about Chicago State than I do the NBA. This, this pathetic team, I swear to God, if I ever bet on them again, you can might as well just shut down my FanDuel account. Uh, th this team was 0-16 last week on the road. Uh, they only had like three wins overall anyway. I mean, 0-16 on the road. They couldn't win at Topeka High, for goodness sakes, right? So we have them in a parlay, not them, but they were playing Coastal Carolina. Money line, parlay. I think Coastal was uh, laying around 8.5, 9. Got them like 6-1 to one or so in, in the parlay. So yeah, 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 we put Coastal Carolina. Why not? I'll bump up the parlay a couple of points. Wasn't a major play, but it's a free win, right? I got a team that's 0-16. You know, I mean, why wouldn't I put them in the parlay? 
So we put Coastal in a parlay last week, and lo and behold, the stinking team loses to Chicago State. First road win all year for the Cougars. So then they go out to Stanford over the weekend. Too many games, not going to worry about it. Then they come home, and they play something called Aurora University. I didn't even know. I, I lived not far from Aurora. I didn't even really realize there wasn't Aurora University. So then last night, they hit the road again, and they go to South Carolina again, this time to play the Citadel. So keep in mind, this team went from Chicago to South Carolina to California, back to Chicago, and then back to South Carolina in less than a week's time, right? NBA teams can't even handle that. They're doomed. They're a uh, three-point underdog at the Citadel, which is basically a 500 team. But still, got to play the Citadel. I mean, I, I, I can lay three, and the line went down to two and a half was the sure sign that this thing was going to be a loser. So it goes to two and a half by game time. Two and a half against a team that's one and 17 on the road. Are you kidding me? Half their wins have come against East West University and Aurora University. Are you kidding me? I, I'm, I'm getting it basically at, at Pickham. Where did I sign, right? And his stinking team hits a three at the buzzer. They win 76 75. Unbelievable. They would have covered anyway. Getting two and a half. It, it was 75 73. They would have won anyway against the spread. Unbelievable. This team loses 16 straight games. We play them twice, and they win both games. I'm done with Chicago State. I can win with Duke. I can beat games with Kansas and Kentucky and uh, the Zags. I, I can't win games with Chicago State, though. Unbelievable. So we're done with them. NBA, the big boys came out last night. Yeah, you, you tell me that, uh, you know, if this was baseball, they would only be, you know, under steroid tests for sure. 40 from Lillard, 40 from Murray, 40 from Wetzel, 40 from Doncic. I mean, everybody, everybody. We'll talk about it when we come back and play our opposite pick, Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Right, 844-843-6879 is the toll-free telephone number. We'll get to the phones here in a little bit, as we always do. Always like to kind of recap what happened last night before we move on to what's going to happen later on tonight. Uh, NBA last night, it was the night of the big boys for sure. Outside of, you know, uh, a, a crazy, unexplainable loss uh, by Philadelphia at home to the Orlando Magic, which every once in a while comes up with these strange performances. Uh, you know, if you look at the Magic, right, they're 11 games under 500. They're 7 and 18 on the road. I mean, they're awful overall, but they're especially awful on the road, right? Yet they have road wins. At Philadelphia now, at Boston, not once but twice, which is just like in back-to-back games, which is the head-scratcher of all head-scratchers. Uh, we may never understand that when everything is said and done. So they, they, at Golden State, they won. At Portland, they've been able to win. So it's a weird, and then again, Philadelphia last night, and that's the first of back-to-back games. Could you imagine if they win again tomorrow night at Philadelphia? They would be 4-0 on the road against the Boston Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers. How how bizarre and strange would that be, right? I mean, you just wonder why uh, other games, uh, you know, meanwhile they got losses against, you know, Washington and Detroit 
uh, a lousy uh, Laker team. So very, very bizarre. So, But outside of those two guys, uh, and Bede, who's been on fire of late, uh, and Harden, Otherwise, it was the big boys last night, uh, for sure. You know, we start with the late games where uh, Lillard goes for 42 in a Portland 129-125 win over Atlanta. Now, depending on when you got that line, uh, whether you were a winner or a loser or not, you know, no, uh, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Holiday played, uh, Murray played, uh, but uh, Trey Young, I'm throwing a blank. No Trey Young last night, right? So the line jumps from two to five and a half. What happens? Eh, Portland wins by four. Another example, you bet these teams without their star players who are just resting guys, it's just amazing how often they at least cover the spread, if not win outright. Just just amazing. So, But uh, Murray goes for 40 last night to keep Atlanta in it. They lose by four as uh, Lillard goes for 42. I mean, he you talk about a guy that's been on a tear. Uh, between the 60-point game he had the other night – this guy scored 30 plus. He scored 40 or more points. Forget 30. 40 or more. One, two, three, three and one, three and two, three and three, three and four, four and four, five out of his last 10 games. 40 points or more. Four, he's got a 42 last night. He's got a 60 against Utah last week. He's got a 44, a 40, and a 50 from uh, January 12th on. Not bad. And against good teams, too. You know, uh, he put 50 on the board against Cleveland. We, we, you know, 50 barely gives up. Uh, Cleveland barely gives up 50 points uh, overall. Uh, Dallas, he put 40 on the board. They're a good defensive team. Put 44 against Denver. Good defensive team. Put the 60 up against Utah. And then 40 last night against Atlanta. So uh, 40 uh, plus for, for Lillard last night, 42. So he hit his number, obviously. Uh, 40 for Murray in that same game. Earlier in the evening, uh, a little bit earlier anyway, Luka went for 53 as Dallas beat Detroit 111 to 105. Curious to see what were his numbers as far as shooting goes with Luka. It's amazing. Yeah, I know it. 17 of 24. Guy has 53 points and he only took 24 shots. He really is amazing. Uh, You know, 14 of 18 from the free throw line doesn't hurt, but... 5 of 11 from 3, great average there. 17 of 24 uh, from the floor overall. You know, he he gets his 50s. You know, he doesn't take him 50 shots like a lot of guys. I mean, 24 shots, most guys would be scoring like 15 points. Yeah, maybe 20. He's going for 53. It's hard to say who the best player is because you get these performances and, and, and all the time, you know, you just uh, you wonder, man, who's better? Is, is it him? Is it Embiid? Is it, uh, you know, the, the Greek freak is really not Greek. The only thing with Luka is just his attitude. Just, just you know, if he learns to stop fighting with the officials and, and stop being so anal about little calls in the first and second quarter, what's the difference? You know, even last night he got into it a little bit with, with uh, uh, the, the uh, uh, Pistons. I, I mean, just... What are you doing, Luke? Just, just what are you doing? Just play the game. You're, you're a top five player in the NBA. Stop worrying about a, a call in the first quarter, or stop worrying about the dopey Detroit Pistons. So Gilchrist had 31 last night. Warriors did win and cover at OKC. Steph went for 38. Not bad there. And uh, Sacramento beat the Teacups. 
The the Aaron Fox had 32 in overtime, 118-111. Even with overtime, we still couldn't get our D'Angelo Russell 15 points. Unbelievable. We're doing this uh, little $10 ladder thing. I guess that's the new craze on the internet where you lower odds on point totals. You can do it on anything, but I think the, the idea is to lower your odds on your point totals. And you put two or three guys, four guys together, so it ends out to be even money. But instead of a guy having an over-under 25, you lower it to 15. You pick four guys like that. Sounds easier than, than, than uh, what it is, to tell you the truth. We've done it for a couple times. We were one and two so far. Um, you'd be surprised. You know, the more you throw in there, the, the, I mean, you know, the obvious odds are that you're going to get one guy that just doesn't have a good night that night. And they don't, uh, you know, they don't give you great odds on these guys. They, they, I was telling it to my son who told me about this. It's like, you know, you could have a guy averaging 25 points a game and they'll lower it to 20 instead of being the 25 that normally it would be, but you're laying like minus 490. Or you get a guy that's averaging 20 points and they'll lower it to 15. Now, chances are that guy's going to get 15, right? Yeah, but they, they, they make you pay. I mean, the, the odds on that are like minus 490. And this way, you got to pick four of these guys. And so you're not getting that much of a discount. You know, they're, they're dropping at five, six maybe points, maybe seven. And, and you're, you're going like five to one. You know, God forbid you should drop it down to 15. Then it's like minus 10 to one. And, and you got to put 10 of those guys in there. You're going to find one that just doesn't have a good night. You're going to find one that's playing in a game that turns out to be a blowout, so he doesn't play. So it, it's it sounds a heck of a lot, as always with gambling, right? It sounds easier than than what it is just because they don't give you great odds. You, you really got to force feed it and put a bunch of guys in there. So not really a big fan of it. I'm going to try it with shots on goal once the NHL season gets going uh, up again. You know, we, we only have a few games but with shots on goal, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but if you have a guy that averages three and a half and you can get him at two, boy, those guys get two shots on goal. They do, especially the main guys. You know, you play the Ovechkins and, the, and all the others. Um, you know, like I said, the guys that average three and a half to four, you, you get them at two, you put like three or four of those together, you're, you're going to win those. So... But anyway, something to try. But last night we had uh, D'Angelo Russell. We had to hit our other two. We had uh, Hakamura there for the Lakers who lost uh, in uh, Brooklyn last night, 121-104. No LeBron, no AD. Eh, doesn't matter. You're not going to make the playoffs. Eh, doesn't matter. We'll rest anyway. Uh, and we're going to play tomorrow night in New York. So I had him at 15. He got the 16. I had uh, Draymond at six rebounds. He, he got that early. And then the last one was uh, Russell, who we've had a lot of success with uh, betting his totals just normally. But last night, even in overtime against Sacramento, uh, it didn't happen. And uh, the teacups uh, ended up losing 118-111. That was the back end of a, of a home and home uh, with the with the Queens. Generally, I should have stayed. I should have known to stay away from those uh, games. Too many crazy things happen uh, in those games. So, how about uh, we got a couple of football things I want to get to? We got to take a break in here, but. Um, Couple of things, including Eli Manning uh, prompting the Giants to pay uh, Danny Nichols, saying he was proud of Daniel the way he played to learn another offense. Oh, shut up, Eli! Please, no real Giant fan wants Daniel Jones back next year. Not considering how much they're going to have to pay him and the commitment they're going to have to give to him. Just stick to your TV commercials, Eli. Just worry about that. 
And then an NFL story that uh, you won't believe when I tell you. That's next right here. Opposite picks. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Ops Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159-844-843-6879. Just recapping a couple things. Got some NFL notes, and then we'll get into the uh, action uh, later on tonight. Uh, Bengals uh, linebacker Jermaine Pratt uh, getting criticized after he was caught uh, yelling and screaming about this is my effing last year. Uh, the effing, uh, why the effing uh, would you touch the quarterback? You know what? I don't have any problem with that. What's the guy supposed to, you know, feel bad for the guy? Forget that. Forget you know, this society. We're getting so soft in our society. You know, field goal, kicker misses a field goal, we pat him on the back. Guy misses an extra point, we pat him on the helmet. Guy misses five extra points in a row, we pat him on the back and say no problem. Uh, no, no, no. We need more Jermaine Pratt's in our world. You know what? You screw up. You, you you deserve some criticism. You, you tackle the guy two feet out of bounds. Now, I think it's a dumb penalty. The rules should be a little lax there, but it, it is what it is. The guy was out of bounds. You can't do it. It's a dumb penalty. It's the final seconds of the football game. You gave the Kansas City Chefs the win. He, he did. He deserves to be yelled and criticized. We, we, we are so soft. It, it is amazing. Why, you're going to feel bad for the guy because he's sitting on the bench crying there? Well, and you don't think uh, he knew cameras weren't going to be on him? Someone should have grabbed him by his ass and said, get into the locker. What, what, what are you doing? Stop feeling sorry for yourself. You effed up. You know what? Take the blame. Take the heat. So I have no problem whatsoever. It cost me money. I have no problem whatsoever with Jermaine Pratt yelling and screaming, Good! Good. I'm glad. Somebody should get in this guy's face. Somebody should let him know he screwed up. Every Bungles fan out there is thinking the same thing. Man, maybe you got a sympathetic heart to him, but ultimately at that moment, you're all thinking the same thing. Why the F would you touch the quarterback? Good for Pratt. CBS reports over, of course they do. They're the ones that televised it. Uh, over 53 million on average watched the game Sunday night. You know what's amazing about this story? It's an 11% increase over last year's game between these same two teams. A little bit more respect, uh, I guess, for Cincinnati. Uh, game peaked, it says, at nearly uh, 59 uh, million. Most watched conference championship game. I would thought they were going to say ever, right? I mean, not a Super Bowl. It's a conference championship game. Uh, the story says most watched conference championship game in four years. Which isn't that big a deal. Uh, I'm not sure which conference game four years ago. I'm guessing that it was something with Brady. Uh, Brady's last year with the wing. No, that wouldn't be four years ago. I'm not sure which one it was. But four years ago, like, okay. It's just amazing. Not even the Super Bowl. 53 million people on average. Uh, we pointed this out before, you know, when World Cup was in play. You know, the World Cup's getting 10 million people. One-fifth, not even. One-fifth of the audience. NBA Finals getting 11, 12 million. World Series games getting 11 and 12 million. Hockey getting about 7, 8 million if they're lucky. 53 million for a conference championship game, no less. Meanwhile, if you're Fox, you know, and you, you got this 
god-awful San Fran versus Philadelphia game. They probably had half of that, but... Yeah, football is king, man. Football is king. That's why, you know, when you get this stuff of people talking about games being fixed and whatever, you don't want that. You don't want that. How about the Romo stuff? I I, I do find this fascinating. I'm really shocked more is not being made of this. I really am. Maybe, maybe, like I said at the top of the show, Monday's all about, you know, the game and what happened and this and that. You know, maybe today, tomorrow, we'll kind of get into some of these ancillary things a little bit more. But don't know if you saw it. I'd like to play it, but we don't have the audio. Um, third, fourth quarter, Kansas City with the football. Short little swing pass to one of their uh, running backs. Makes a nice little play. I think it was Pacheco. Avoids one guy. And then Romo's describing it as they replay it, you know. And he says, oh, yeah, something I'll paraphrase. Uh, Pacheco you know, makes one guy miss, and now he's got three, and, and, and then he changes his, his course of sense. Meaning he had three Bengals in front of him. But he didn't, you know, just like in the Christmas story, but he didn't say Bengals. You know, I didn't say fudge. I said the word, the F, F, F word, you know, just like the Christmas story. Whereas Romo didn't say, uh, you know, Bengals in front of him. He was about to say, I think, something I'll just say starting with the N. Now, uh, you know, it's hitting the internet and everything. I, I don't, I'm trying to be open about it. I am. I, I don't know what else he could have been saying. I, I don't, you know, I, I'm coming up with words that begin with N. And there's three Bengals there trying to make a tackle. All right. And they're all black. So Robo's, you know, saying, okay, Pacheco makes the first guy miss, and now he's got three ends, and then he stops himself and then says, uh, something like three Bengals, you know, there. I, I I don't know what – I'd like to know. Well, what were you thinking? What were you about to say? What, you know, you clearly stopped yourself. I mean, it, it's, it's funny in a way, and it's sad in a way, and it's – uh, amazing in a way that more is not being made of it. I, I really, I don't know. How about this story? That's not the craziest story. How about this one? You're sitting down for this? You know who's going to the Pro Bowl to be a quarterback for the AFC? I think most surprising would probably be Trevor, would be uh, my guy two attacks, just because of all the concussions and everything that they would actually have him out there, right? I don't even know what the Pro Bowl is this year. Is it, is it, is, are they playing a game or is it a bunch of competitions? I don't know. But you got Josh Allen. He can't make it. He's done with football. Uh, you want Zach Wilson in there? No, it's, it's not that bad. Uh, you want uh, Cleveland Browns quarterback to Sean Watson with all the media there? And, uh, we, we can't have that. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, may, you know, you know, Kenny Pickett, Pittsburgh? No, we, we can't have that. Uh, Houston Texans? No. Uh, the, the, you, I don't even know who you would even suggest with the Baltimore Colts, right? I mean, who are our Indianapolis Colts? Matt Ryan? No, you can't have that. Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence is there. Tennessee? Uh, you, you got uh, Ryan Tannehill, Hill is hurt. Can't be there. Russell Wilson? Did they really make Russell Wilson that year? Nope, not Russell. Derek Carr would be the one, but they said no to that. And, and Herbert's already there. Well, who's left this yet? How about Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson? 
No. How about Tyler Huntley? Tyler Huntley, uh, a guy who started four games this year, is going to the Pro Bowl as an alternative because two is not available and and, uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, was already named. And he was somehow or another the fourth replacement with Lamar being the third. And two, I guess, being the first and Trevor the second. So two is out. Lawrence is going anyway. Uh, Jackson can't play with his injury. So somehow or another, Tyler Huntley was the fourth replacement in the AFC. I, I Wow. Tyler Huntley's going to the Pro Bowl. Could you imagine if this dude said for the heck of it, you know, when he signed his contract? Listen, do me a favor. Sure what, Tyler? You know, I, I want to say I signed a $50 million contract. We're not giving you $50 million. What are you, nuts? I know you're not, but, you know, give me some incentive that I'll, that I'll never reach. I don't know. You know what? Just, just say I, I, I go. To, if I go to the Pro Bowl, you'll give me a $50 million bonus, all right? Hey, you, you want that? Yeah. All right, you know what? Sure. If that makes you sleep better at night, all right, we'll give you that. You know, you're not going to play anyway with Lamar Jackson. You're not going to be good enough to go to the Pro Bowl even if you did play. So, sure, okay, you want that goofy bonus, why not? <laughs> Imagine if he did something like that and the guy's now going to the Pro Bowl and now the Ravens got to write like a $20 million check or something goofy. Uh, Tyler Huntley, are you kidding me? Not only did he only play four games, he was awful in the four games. Wow. That's how, you know, generally speaking, the AFC has the better of the quarterbacks. But if they're down to Tyler Huntley, then uh, that's not the case. Brock Purdy's certainly not going to the Pro Bowl. Tour is UCL, they're saying. Um, He's hoping to avoid surgery. The surgery, uh, supposedly, if it is torn, is, you know, Tommy John surgery, which means he's done for next year. He's out. So back to Trey Lance. That or uh, Tom Brady. San Francisco, I, I still believe it's going to be Brady with the Niners. Uh, I don't think the Dolphins are going to get involved. Uh, I heard Schefter tweeted out that the Dolphins are staying away. I don't know if I necessarily believe that he knows, to tell you the truth. But I, I think ultimately, you know, what, what's the best team? And it's good that San Francisco didn't win a Super Bowl, so it's not like he's piling on, like, uh, you know, Kevin Durant and, and Golden State. So I, I think this is the perfect storm. I, I think that's where he's going. I really do. Uh, I don't think he's going to end up back in uh, Tampa Bay, and I don't think the Jets are going to go after him, and the Dolphins apparently are not going after him uh, either. How about the Dopey Raiders here real quickly? They're apparently not, according to The Athletic, they're not giving Derek Carr's agent permission to seek trades with other teams. Now, this is a guy that has a a no-trade clause, so he has to approve all trades. And they have a uh, uh, February 15th roster bonus uh, that becomes guaranteed. In, in just a couple of weeks, and they haven't, you know, haven't moved them obviously. So why, why would the Raiders, who seemingly want to get rid of this guy, not tell Cars people that they have permission to go talk to other teams? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, the Raiders are just dopey. Is, is there a worse football organization than the Oakland, Las Vegas, Los Angeles Raiders? Good gravy. All right, opposite picks and then all our uh, pyramid plays and open parlays coming up next right here on Opposite Pick Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Ah, yes, LLs know what that music means. Time to take out those patent pencils, get set for the fastest, and more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, Opposite Picks. What are Opposite Picks and newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, 7,000 reasons why we like one side, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, systems, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Uh, proved it again last night. Four and three, good for $70 on the profit side. So we are now 78 up, 72 down with five pushes. And uh, that's good for 50 bucks if you're a $100 player and you've started with us January 1st. Here we go. We got a seven-pack of games. They're so going to start in the NBA where we have five games. Going to play them all. Uh, Cleveland laying five and a half versus Miami. Battle of former LeBron James teams. I wonder who hates LeBron more. Probably Miami. So Edge, Cleveland. Who's the better team? Edge, Cleveland. Who's at home? Edge, Cleveland. Who has a losing record on the road? Miami, Edge, Cleveland. Get the idea? Love the Cavs here. Eh, give me Miami plus the five and a half. Pick number two, Lakers getting two and a half against the Knicks. You know, I said before I was going to play on New York, depending on what they did the game before, but I'm already breaking that system. LeBron and Anthony Davis sat out last night versus Brooklyn. They got their ass kicked. Both figure to play tonight. That makes this a toss-up game. Might as well grab the points. Lakers might actually be better with those two in the lineup. You know LeBron always, always, always wants to play well in Madison Square Garden. Love the Lakers here getting two and a half. Uh, give me the Knicks uh, minus the two and a half. Pick number three, Clippers getting three at Chicago. Clips had their four-game win streak snapped in a big way last time out, losing at Cleveland by 20-plus. Different story tonight, though, as they play the inconsistent Bulls, who are 4-4 four four their last eight games, only three games over 500 at home. They are the epitome of just a 500 team. You know what? Clippers are the better team when they want to be. I think they are tonight, and they get the win. Love the Clippers getting three points. Yeah, give me Chicago minus the three. Pick number four, Milwaukee laying 11 versus Charlotte. I'm not a big fan of laying double digits in the NBA, but the Bucks are starting to turn it on. Get a load of this. They've scored 130 or more points in five of their last seven games. 130. Now they face a defenseless Hornets team. Milwaukee's good for 140-plus. No way Charlotte keeps up with that. Maybe close early on, but in the end, this has got 140 to 120, 135, 115 written all over it. Love Milwaukee here. Yeah, give me Charlotte plus the 11. Pick number five, Denver laying uh, six and a half versus New Orleans. You know the Pelicans have quietly lost eight straight. We say that about wins all the time. We don't generally say that about losses. But, yeah, they've lost eight straight. Five of those have come by double digits. Tonight we're only laying six and a half. Uh, Mr. Twinkie remains out. Brandon Ingram is back, but they've yet to win since he's returned. Denver 22-4 and four at home. Pelicans have no shot. Love Denver here laying only six and a half. Eh, give me the Worlds plus the six and a half. Pick number six. Going to go to college basketball. Clemson lane three and a half at Boston College. This is by far the easiest time to pick college basketball winners. Boys in Vegas put way too much emphasis on the home team. This is a perfect example. Clemson is 18 and four, folks. 10 and one in ACC play. They're ranked in the top 20. Boston College stinks. 10 and 12 overall. Four and seven in ACC play, yet they're only a three and a half point dog. Why? Because they're at home. Who cares? 
Clemson. Love the Tigers here. Yeah, give me Boston College plus the three and a half. Pick number seven, TCU laying three and a half versus West Virginia. Oh, love, 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 love this play. Are the boys in Vegas kidding us with this line? TCU is only a three and a half point home favorite. TCU is 16 and five, and more importantly, five and three in Big 12 play. West Virginia, two and six in conference play. And here's the kicker to it all. They beat TCU two weeks ago at home. Love finding spots like this. Better team playing an inferior team that they lost to earlier in the year. Love TCU laying only three and a half. Uh, give me West Virginia plus the three and a half. Opposite picks, seven packs. NBA, Miami plus five and a half at Cleveland. Knicks lay two and a half at the Lakers. Chicago minus three against the Clippers. Charlotte plus 11 at Milwaukee. New Orleans plus six and a half at Denver. Boston College at home get three and a half against Clemson. And it pains me to say it, but uh, give me West Virginia plus the three and a half at TCU. Opposite picks for a Tuesday, January 31st. Good luck, folks. All right, there you go. And uh, we'll post those on the front page of the website uh, right after the show. In fact, I think I got them up there now. Um, so feel free to venture on over there and uh, check everything out in case you missed some of that stuff. All right, pyramid plays. These are the best plays. Shots on goal as well. Yesterday, uh, not a good night. We uh, had uh, the Citadel laying three versus Chicago State. Don't remind me. We had the Lakers playing nine. I didn't realize LeBron and AD were both going to be out. It's a loser. Uh, rare loss for James Harden. He's been in a little bit of a slump here, so we're going to have to maybe pull away. Uh, 37 and a half points, rebounds, assists. He was a machine getting that earlier in the month, but now not to be. We pushed on over six St. Louis Winnipeg. We got lucky because they scored five goals in the third period. And uh, we had Justin Falk. That was the winner, best shot on goal. Went 2-0 with our shots on goal. 3-0 if you listen to the nighttime show as we added one more St. Louis Blues. So one game, 3-0. Not too bad. But uh, for these recording purposes, we uh, went 2-0 last night. So where are we going to go tonight? All right, let's start with our pyramid plays. Uh, college basketball. Boy, I do love that TCU. Let me see if it's still 3.5 because I got a feeling that's going to go up even higher. It was 3.5 last night, and I told myself to put it in last night. And again, I didn't. And tonight it is on FanDuel, scrolling down, uh, one, and a, one and a half. How about that? Good thing I didn't put it in last night. Now, nah, that's uh, some, somebody's got to be out for TCU. Somebody has to be out. Uh, they, they, they can't possibly be one and a half against West Virginia. Now, that, that, that really is a, a true, in every sense in the word, opposite pick. TCU ranked 16 and five, lost to West Virginia, uh, like I said, two weeks ago. Is going to lose to West Virginia again? No way. No way. Um, find out, uh, do a little research before because that the three and a half didn't make any sense, and now one and a half, and that tells me that uh, somebody's out for TCU. Otherwise, you want to give me TCU and basically pick them? Um, that, that that's almost our game of the year, for goodness sakes. Uh, I know they're only like three and three their last six games, but that that's you know what? All right, so uh, with our pyramid play, I'm gonna take them. TCU minus one and a half. 
best play on the board. Who could be out? They're at home. Uh, NBA, you got a bunch there that you could choose from. Like we're going to go with the Bucks laying 11 against Charlotte. Like I said, they, they've been on fire. 130 points in, in five of their last, what, eight games, they said. Uh, they're putting 140 on the board every once in a while as well. I, I don't think Charlotte can keep up. So hopefully they keep up enough because we'll go over points to Giannis. Um, that wasn't in there last night. I'm guessing that's right around 31, 32. Let's see what they got posted. If not, if it's too high, then we'll just go to uh, LeBron, who no doubt will play. 32 and a half. What's LeBron's numbers? Uh, you know what? I forgot he was playing because he always plays uh, well at Madison Square. 28 and a half. Yeah, let, let's go over LeBron. Let's put the black cloud on LeBron. Over 28 and a half LeBron James points. I'd like to know what his average is at the Garden. I bet it's more than that. Hockey, you only had three games. We'll go with Carolina, minus 130 in regulation against the LA Kings. Shots on goal. All right, we only have three games, but you know what? We only had one last night. We gave out three winners. So let's go for a two-pack from every game tonight. We got six guys. Got some decent numbers tonight. We're gonna go, we're gonna go offshoot the main guys for the most part. Uh, how about Ottawa? Uh, how about Tim Stutzel? Uh two and a half. Who the fudge is that, Scott? Nah, who cares who he is? He averages close to three, and they're giving us two and a half, and they're taking on the Montreal Canadiens, who stink. So Stutzel for uh, Ottawa. Uh, Batherson for Ottawa as well. He's also two and a half. He's also a guy that averages close to three. So we'll go with uh, those two for the Senators. For the Capitals, who are taking on the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, who are just atrocious. Can't go with uh, Ovechkin. They got him at four and a half. That, that, that's just too crazy. How about this, though? This is another line that doesn't make any sense. Evgeny Kuznetsov, two and a half, which is okay. That's that's normal. But as of last night, they were giving us plus 135 with him. He averages three shots on goal, just under. And they want to give us him at two and a half, plus 135. Now it's up to plus 142 against the Columbus Blue Jackets, who are the second worst team as far as shots on goals are concerned, giving up. And he, the, uh, Kuznetsov is their second you know, leading score, uh, shooter. Again, some of these lines today are very strange. So, okay, you want to give me two and a half plus 142? Where do I sign? Let's do it. And then I'm going to go with a guy we don't play too often, but TJ Oshie, two and a half. He's at plus 115. So, in fact, here, here's a, a weird example for you. Oshi is at uh, two and a half plus 112, right? And Kuznetsov is at two and a half plus 142. Now, you would think, based on that, that TJ Oshi would have a bunch more shots on goal than uh, Kuznetsov, right? Nope. Not even, and in fact, it's not even close uh, as far as the average is concerned. Uh, Kuznetsov has 119 shots on goal in 51 games. Again, that's uh, around two and a half. And Oshie has 76 shots on goal in 34 games, which is basically two shots on goal. So you want to give us the better odds with uh, Kuznetsov? I'll take that. I'll, I'll take Oshie as well. Both of them. Uh, that, that's pretty good against the uh, the awful uh, Blue Jackets. So uh, Stutzel there from Ottawa, Batherson from Ottawa, Oshie and uh, Kuznetsov. And then Carolina, 
Uh, we'll go with two of the main guys with Carolina. Uh, Hurricanes taking on the uh, LA Kings. Uh, Andre Shveznikov, two and a half. Little juice, minus 160. Averages over three. We'll take it. And then Martin Natchez, uh, two and a half for Carolina as well. So Shveznikov, Natchez, Carolina, Kuznetsov, Washington, Oshie, Washington, Batherson, and uh, Stutzel uh, for uh, Ottawa. And uh, we are, after last night's 2-0, we are now 229 up, 174 down. Good for 4680 bucks if you are a $100 player and you started with us from the beginning of the year. If you're going to play only one, I, I, got it. I know it's got sucker written all over it, but you know what? Give me Kuznetsov. I'll take that. Two and a half plus the 140. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Our uh, open parlays. Yeah, we had the Citadel last night. Loser. Uh, we're now 0-8 this year. Uh, we need a winner. Underdog open parlay. And we took a flyer on OKC against the uh, Golden State. Loser. So we got to start a new one there. And uh, there was no action last night with Blackhawks and uh, Blue Jackets. So we had no play. Tonight, we will take Washington minus 130 in regulation at Columbus. 100 hours to win 77 on the Capitals to win in regulation. Uh, underdog open parlays and irregular open parlays. We'll do that when we come back. Opposite picks, Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Ops Picks right here on SportsGrid Radio. Just going over our open parlays. All right, so we got to start a new one with the main one. 100 bucks, full unit, whatever your full unit is. Got to go over Dookie Pukies, 146.5 against Wake Forest. Wake throws up a bunch of threes. Dukes at home, they play much, 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 much better at home than they do on the road. 147 points isn't asking that much uh, for, a, for a Duke home game against a rival like Wake Forest. So, uh, 46.5, I like that. 100 bucks to win, 91. Leg number one of our open parlay. Underdog open parlay. You know, without that many hockey games, uh, it, it's limited. And I don't like the underdogs in the NHL. Can't bet the Kings. Can't bet the, you know, I could go Montreal uh, against Ottawa. Uh, don't like Columbus. You can't put American money on the Blue Jackets. But instead, I'll venture on over to the NBA where we'll put the black cloud on the LA Lakers. Why not? They're getting plus 110, 25 bucks, quarter of a unit, uh, plus 110 at New York, uh, risking. 25 to win 27.50. All right, so Lakers with LeBron should be back. AD should be back after sitting out last night's game. You know you're going to get a monster effort out of them, so uh, why not? Underdog open parlay, 25 bucks, leg number one. Uh, we're 0-12, minus 200 because we keep on taking out. Uh, when we win the first one, we always take out the original 25, so we play with house money on this one. And that's uh, worked out well. So we've only lost a couple hundred bucks on this so far this year. So, But we're 0-12. Uh, we need to get a winner. So hopefully LeBron and company, dare I say, come through tonight uh, for us. The uh, transition tags and franchise tags numbers came out. Quarterback, if you franchise them, only. I thought it would be more than this, but it turns out it's only $32 million. I say only, but not as bad. I thought it was going to be closer to $40 million. So that uh, does make it a little bit more easier. Uh, for teams to uh, franchise uh, some of their players. And the Red Sox traded away uh, their reliever, uh, Matt Barnes, to the uh, Miami Marlins for Richard Blyer. 
Yikes. Opposite picks. We are in the bag. We'll talk to you later on tonight uh, with the In Play Sports tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on Sports Grid Radio.